Welcome back to Wake Up Mid-Missouri, along with producer Hannah and John Marsh. Brian Houseworth joining us in a minute. I'm Randy Tolber. Thanks for being with us. Hope you're staying safe out there. Lots going on with the uh, parking lot eastbound on 70, right at the uh, 63 overpass there, the connector, if, if you will. So we'll keep an eye on that and uh, keep you informed. Speaking of highways, we talk with District uh, 124 Representative Don Mayhew from Pulaski and Miller County area, hometowns Crocker. Good to make the acquaintance, Representative Mayhew. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, we do want to talk about the catalytic converter uh, bill that uh, you're sponsoring. Uh, but but yeah. I think what's been getting a lot of headline is changing the name of I-70 to I-44 and I-44 to I-70. Everyone at our governor's breakfast, uh, the prayer breakfast uh, broadcast, was pulling their hair out, scratching their head. What's What's Representative Mayhew up to? Are you willing to tell us what you're up to? Yeah, well, isn't it interesting that last year when we um, basically put $2.8 billion uh, on the biggest boondoggle in the history of the state of Missouri, I didn't get a single question about that. But uh, so far, I've had uh, six reporters ask me about the name change. Uh, So um, a little bit of the genesis behind that is that very simply, I cannot find. I'm an engineer by trade. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, but, I didn't. And, and also a former MoDOT engineer. I and mean, I can't find a single going through MoDOT's uh, studies and reports and everything going back a few years. I can't find a single engineering reason why you would choose I 70 for three laning in each direction instead of, let's say, I 44. In fact, uh, if you just look at uh, freight tonnage alone, MoDOT's own study says that there's about nine times the freight tonnage that travels on I-44. And, in fact, there's four routes in Missouri that carry more freight tonnage than I-70 does. Well, since since trucks, freight, right, uh, is a big component in, in, and a big factor in just about every other traffic issue, one has to come to the conclusion that, just about any one of them routes deserved at least the attention that I-70 got. Um, now, since it's obviously not an engineering reason why we did this, then it just must be the name. It just must really like the name. So the simple solution, I guess, would be just change the name of I-44 to I-70, and there, boom, problem solved. <laughs> I feel I feel that this is a, a righteous indignation protest bill. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how righteous it is, but uh, maybe a little indignation in there. You make a good point, though. I, I guess what I'm hearing you say is, why can't this be a both-and rather than an either-or? Is that pretty much where it, what it comes down to? And and that's exactly what I'd proposed was, uh, you know, rather than um, dedicating the entire $2.8 billion to one route, knowing full well that there is zero chance that MoDOT is going to get the three-laning of I-70 in both directions open to traffic in seven years, as they claim. Um, there's just no physical possible way of doing that. So wouldn't wouldn't the more prudent thing be is to address those things that are causing those traffic issues on both I-70 and I-44 and I-55 and I-29 and and all our other interstate routes and all our U.S. highways in the, in the state. And that's um, the, the um, amount of truck traffic that's going down those roads and address those things in a strategic manner. 
uh, you know, extending climbing lanes out uh, so trucks can actually get up to highway speed before they have to re-enter uh, the fast-moving traffic, adding that inside passing lane like what was done on I-70 there around Danville. That solved a whole lot of congestion issues on I-70 on that one small improvement right there. So I think we could be a little bit better stewards of the people's money by applying it to those areas um, that actually deserved it and, you know, taking the taking those places where we already know they're easy to identify that are uh, cause these traffic snarls and uh, apply those funds judiciously in those spots on, on all of them, not just I-70. Mr. Chairman, we appreciate you joining us uh, live here on the show, and I know you chair transportation accountability. We appreciate your service as well, um, and I know you're 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 frustrated, obviously, with what's happened on I seventy. But I want to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. Your your name here is just it's it's more of a symbolic name change. You don't you don't expect that to pass. I'll make sure you're 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 basically saying that. But ideally. I know you mentioned I-29, you mentioned I-44 for sure in 55. Ideally, what would you, you know, because I know Patrick McKenna is listening right now for sure to wake up mid-Missouri, and so are a lot of lawmakers. Ideally, what would you like MoDOT to do, and it's too late now, with that $2.8 billion, instead of putting it all on I-70, what would you like them to do specifically for 44 with some of that money? Well, uh, so it's it's really very simple. Um MoDOT produces a document called the High Priority Unfunded Need. Yes. And that's broken into three tiers, Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3, with Tier 1 being the highest priority, right? Now, this is a document that's been produced by by MoDOT's planning partners. These are regional planning commissions, our MPOs like Kansas City and St. Louis and Springfield, St. Joe, uh, where these lists of projects, and and we'll call them maybe, maybe a wish list, but but these groups have gotten together and established a priority of, you know, well, this project here, as soon as we get the money, it will be funded before that project, et cetera. And, and so if we took that $2.8 billion and simply ap- applied it to the document we've already identified, the, the projects we've already identified, it would fully fund tier one of the high priority unfunded need fully fund tier two of the high priority unfunded need and and then a real good job of funding a big chunk of that tier three high priority unfunded need. We don't need to do anything else. The other problem I've got with the I-70 is it's all general revenue. Now that's money that's collected through your income tax, et cetera, and uh, throughout the state, right? And, and uh, general revenue has not been used to fund interstate highways, I don't think, forever, um, except maybe some spot bonding and those kind of things, uh, interchanges, uh, perhaps some interchange improvements that the feds wouldn't pay for. Um, but that's always been an 80-20 split mm-hmm. with our gas tax uh, providing the, the match money for that. Well, folks got to understand this is $2.8 billion of general revenue, GR. money that money that could be spent, I believe, on on things that we all consider are, are higher priorities, I, I've had three uh, boil orders in the last two years in my small in three of my small communities, and because of aging water supply infrastructure, but we've got our wastewater treatment systems that are all been you know duct taped and bailing wired together for the last twenty years. They're way outside their their useful life. 
And to me, clean drinking water is a whole lot more important than being able to pass a truck anytime I want to on I seventy. So I want to make sure I want to make sure that because uh, uh, I think this is just fascinating to me. And you're absolutely correct. This, this chairman is absolutely correct, folks. The state of Missouri has never used general revenue for high, for highway funding, so it is it is unprecedented. At least in the thirty years I've been watching things. You use the term boondoggle, Mr. Chairman, at the beginning of I-70. Elaborate on that. This I-70, you called it a boondoggle, this project. Well, it's a 199-mile project. Now, they um, I don't honestly, I don't even know where the $2.8 billion came from. I've not seen a study or a report that would tend to indicate that 2.8 was the was the amount of money. Um, I'm, I'm afraid what we're looking at here is Missouri's version of the big dig. Uh, for, for folks who are not familiar with that, that was a, a yeah. project, a highway project in Boston that just lasted for years and consumed three or four times what was originally estimated for it. I don't see this going any other way. The highway to nowhere. Sure. Yeah, the highway to nowhere, the big dig. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, MoDOT assures me that they're going to employ, you know, to employ uh, several different cost-saving uh, um, options here, and and they're going to come in on Thursday and talk to us about that in my committee if anybody's interested in showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they, we have a good example of what we run into um, with these interstate highway projects right down in my area mm-hmm. uh, between Rolla and St. James, there's an eight mile section there that by the time they get done with that, that project will be three, three and a half years. Um, I don't know where we're at money wise, but I'm certain we're way over budget on that thing, but I'll, I will confirm that, but it's going to take them over three years to do nine miles. And they're trying to convince me that they can do 199 miles in seven years, um, and especially in, in today's clim- employment climate and contractor availability. I, I just don't see it happening. And, and I, like I said, I think we've got higher priorities that we could do right now, um, even transportation priorities we could do right now, and I think it'd be money better spent. Well, with my with my tongue firmly planted in my cheek, Representative Mayhew, that's that's workforce development if I ever heard about it. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, Transportation Accountability uh, Committee Chairman Representative Don Mayhew joins us on Wake Up Mid Missouri. Don is a former MoDOT engineer. You brought up MoDOT's wish list and all, and the what ifs about uh, if the funding could be reallocated and all. Is there a short-term fix for one of the biggest problems that we have to deal with here in Mid-Missouri, and that's the tri-level? Um, <laughs> the tri-level. Now, that goes back a few years now, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> Early I, 60s. I, yeah, I, I'm not sure that there's uh, too much that can be done without uh, um, affecting adjacent properties to a considerable degree. Uh, you know, you've, it's got the added complication of not only being built up all around it, I mean, right up to the edge, but, you know, you transition to the Missouri River Bridge fairly quickly after that, which adds a new a new wrinkle, or not a new wrinkle, but it adds an additional wrinkle into uh, any kind of geometry uh, redo in that area. Um, it probably shouldn't have been done the way it was done uh, in the past, uh, and I do remember... Uh, uh, believe it or not, I'm old enough to remember that. 
And uh, I can remember folks complaining about it at the time. And uh, as I recall, it was like, well, this is the way we're going to do it. And uh, too bad. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that now that's uh, we have several of those though. However, and they're scattered all over the state. And once again, I think those uh, there's regional considerations of things. And I'll point one of them out that is a little close to home here, and that's Highway 63. I know for at least 40 years we've been promised a four-lane highway from mm-hmm. from Rolla to um, to Highway 50, and. And, and honestly, I don't think it needs four lane, but it certainly could use the improvements like what happened south of Rolla. Uh, we really need a bypass around Rolla. Um, there's no way for a tractor trailer to go north and south on Highway 63 without, and, and go through Rolla without going through a traffic circle. Well, this is a real pleasure to talk to a citizen statesman, an engineer, a surveyor who knows this kind of business inside and out and is involved in your governance, ladies and gentlemen. And we very much appreciate your authenticity and um, and and your doggedness about this issue, Representative Don Mayhew. Hope that you'll stay in touch with us as you navigate the name change on 44 and 70 through the legislature. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thanks for having me this morning. All right. Some news-making stuff this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. When we come back, John, what's up your sleeve? How about a potty break at 30,000 feet? Oh. 